Why won't my husband step it up and pray over our family more? Is it always going to be just me who has to instigate Bible time together? Can my husband ever just make small group a priority? If you've said or even thought any of these questions, I am so glad you're here today. You are exactly who I want to talk to because I was you. And if I can be totally transparent and honest, mamas, sometimes I still am. Let's take a step back. When I first met my husband in fall 2018, he wasn't a Christian. And well, your girl had been following Jesus since 1992 when I was just four years old. I had been praying for and even writing letters with God in my journal to my husband since I was a teenager. So you can imagine at almost 31 years old, I never imagined the man God picked out for me would become a Christian through me and my testimony and that he'd be a baby Christian when we got married. At one point, I mean, I even thought I would marry a pastor and we'd be missionaries together in some foreign, you know, country somewhere. Well, I've got the foreign country part down for sure. Now I've come to realize that for every mom, for every woman, our family is truly our mission field. And although it's been beautiful and wonderful to witness my husband transform before my eyes and be so raw with his new faith... It also hasn't always been easy, especially to wait on God's timing with his growth and trust him with my husband's soul. One woman that has helped me through some of the most challenging seasons with this happens to be the guest I've chosen for today's episode. You ladies are in for such a treat as my friend and mentor, Jen Rogers, shares her own personal stories of challenge and triumph as a wife, a mother, stepmom, woman of faith, and even more recently as a pastor's wife. In today's episode, we'll be discussing a common challenge that so many moms face, finding yourself as the sole spiritual leader in your own home. It can be overwhelming to feel responsible for guiding your family's spiritual growth, especially when your spouse is not as involved as you'd like him to be. But mama, fear not. Jen and I have got some practical tips to help your husband step up and take on a more active role. In the episode today, Jen will be sharing three steps you can take to encourage your partner to join you in leading your family's spiritual journey. So it's time to grab a pen and paper and get ready to take some notes. I know I am. Let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to the Energized Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently, and incorporate faith into our home. All the things, right? But I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance of endless energy and raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. 
Well, hello, all you beautiful mamas. It is so good to be here in your presence again today. Or maybe this is your first time coming to Mom Nation. Well, whenever whenever this moment has come to you, I am just so glad that you have decided I am important enough to listen to this topic and my family is that important enough because as you've seen by the title of this episode, this is something very, very near and dear to so many of our hearts. I actually chose this topic for the podcast today because it was something that continually was being brought up in my private Facebook group with a lot of women that I've coached. And I intentionally actually chose this guest today as well because she has been a spiritual leader in my home in so many ways, just simply because she is a spiritual mentor of mine and she happens to be a pastor's wife among so many other things. But I am excited to allow her to introduce herself today and allow you guys to get to know her and her beautiful heart and wisdom. So without further ado, I am so blessed to welcome to the Mom Nation podcast today, Mrs. Jennifer Rogers coming in to you all the way from Missouri. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Mom Nation podcast. Oh, thank you. There should be crowds cheering. I feel like it's a rundown on the price is right. <laughs> totally. I was going to ask you, what's in, what's your bid? What's your bid today? <laughs> $9,977. You're right. <laughs> okay. Hey, listen, I am a woman who runs around with her hair on fire, who hides the stuff in the laundry when the doorbell rings who is on her knees in tears saying, why, God, why? Who doesn't even really know what it means to be a pastor's wife. So, you know, if you're in the stands and you were on the team with the red shirts and you're wearing a red shirt and everybody says, hey, hey, yeah, go red team. And you forget you're on the red team. That's what it feels like when people say, hey, pastor's wives, come over here. I'm like, oh, I got a red shirt on. That's me? (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I have not been a pastor's wife for very long. Uh, five years. And just like when we first become mamas, we have no freaking clue what it is that we're doing. We're wondering, why is it that they let me bring this baby home? (laughs) They left me unattended with this baby. So if that's you, if you've got a baby on the teat and you've got one climbing on your legs and you're trying to cook dinner, we totally, totally get it. Listen, I'm not there right now any longer. <laughs> I have moved past that stage, but I have grands. I have four of them, ages seven from the oldest to two. And the two-year-old's the only girl. So she's dealing with oh, a lot of my goodness. And don't worry, she's got it nailed. And that's just like you. And that's just like me. We are women of influence. That is what I often share with the women who I coach. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you get to choose how you want to influence. So I'm Jen Rogers and I am a, gosh, it doesn't really matter what I am. I am here to share with you, encourage you and love on you and support Cheyenne in her mission to minister to you. That's why I'm here. Wow. And I do have three hot tips. <laughs> I love it. And we're going to roll into them right away. But what I love that you said, Jen, is you're like, I'm Jen Rogers and I'm this. And, and I'm like, and I wanted to declare you're a woman of influence because that's what you said that you remind your other ladies of. And what's so beautiful about that word is going to help us transition into the topic so well today. Because ladies, again, if you know, you clicked on this episode, so obviously this topic intrigues you, you know, maybe your husband is just not the best spiritual leader in your household. Maybe he's not stepping up in the way that you would like to see him do so, or maybe he used to step up more than he he does now, especially if there's littles, right? We know that when you have children and they're young, it changes 
everyone's dynamic. It changes your and your husband's dynamic. And so maybe you would like to influence your husband. I think that's a pretty nice word instead of, you know, maybe even instigate would be another good I word. But maybe more. I did not say I was a chief instigator. I mean, right. I may know something about that, <laughs> but I'm not claiming that. Right. I think that's like part of all of, of the the women of the world, like natural. I don't know if it's exactly a spiritual gift or even a gifting, but it's definitely something we we tend to be good at. And maybe I'm just looking in the mirror right now being transparent. But um, yes, of course, we want to influence um, in a positive way our, our men and not instigate him. But um, I would love to hear, Jen, because, right, as you are a pastor's wife, but you also are a woman who has been married for some time. You've raised kids. Um, something that you hadn't shared yet that I'm just going to go ahead and share is that you do have uh, you know, a blended family. So you've also had that step family dynamic in the home. So I'm just curious with my mamas today that you know are wondering, like, how can I help my husband step up in our house as a spiritual leader? What is the first thing that you would say for them to go ahead and do? I don't know if your mama's journal, but I am going to invite you to journal. And if you're not in a position to journal right now, I'm going to invite you to press pause after I share a little (laughs) something, something and let it marinate around in that beautiful brain of yours. One, well, it's a lot of somethings. Okay, so we're not even to the tip yet. Here's the thing. Get curious. Curiosity Mm. moves you from judgment where you're asking yourself, well, why won't he step up? Well, I want to ask you, sweet woman of God, how big is that step? Did Mm. God put that step in front of you or did you build that step for your husband and it's much too tall for him to step onto right now? Wow. So the other part I want to say, Cheyenne has mentioned it a couple of times. Remember, I don't know, I got the red jersey on. So when you hear this, I am like you with my nose in God's word wondering, how do I love my enemy, you know, my contentious ex-wife that I didn't know was part of the package deal? God, you tell me to love my enemy. And she very much feels like my enemy. So this is Jen with her heart here. This is not me in some sort of role. And I think that's where the curiosity comes in. Whatever you were thinking of when Cheyenne introduced me in that way, I want to ask you to get curious about that. What assumptions are you bringing about a quote-unquote pastor's wife? And then ask yourself, what assumptions are you bringing about how your husband is called to show up in your family? Because I love you all already. I, I do. I love Cheyenne, so I know I love you. You are not your husband's Holy Spirit. You are not your Hanka's Holy Spirit. And so tip number one is to pray for that man. All right. So you may need to pray for your man in this way. Are you ready? Okay. Remember, you can hit the pause, but not, maybe you've hit it and maybe you're not ready to come back yet. But when you're ready, come on back. We'll still be here. We'll be here. That's right. That's the beauty of podcasting. When you're praying for your husband, Ask God to reveal what is in your hearts that may be blocking your view of what your husband is already doing. What is he doing already? When is the last time? I got a buttload of questions, okay? So here here (laughs) they are. I just reel them off. So when is the last time that you gazed into his eyes? 
When is the last time that you remembered that these babies that are clinging and swinging all over you, they were created in the intimacy of sexual connection that God has given you. And that is a beautiful gift. I mean, remember one of those sexual highs. It's got to be pretty good because you are one. And even though you're separate from each other, when you're taking care of the children and he's doing his thing and not behaving the way that you want him to behave, how you want him to behave, when you want him to behave, and the way you want him to behave, when you guys are separate like that, you are still one flesh. So I, where do you want to go with this man? Because you are his helpmate. You are not his checkmate. Checkmate means game over. So you are his helpmate, ladies. And so as you pray for your hunka hunka, ask God to reveal what bitter root might be stored in your heart and to remove that. You know, the whole, you got to remove the plank in your own eye. It's so true. And we hate it. I mean, seriously, I feel you. Like the resistance, I feel I'm right there with you, sister. Yeah, but God, but God, don't you know what he did? And and, and what, your, what the Bible calls us to do, and here's what I'm going to tell you. You know what the Bible calls us to do? Ephesians 5.21. Now, this one I have memorized. So just a heads up. I don't have all these memorized. I have them written down. I'm going to <laughs> on my sheet here. Not cheating. I'm going to be using all of my skills to read some of God's word to you because the only way we can do this is through the power of God's word. Amen. Ephesians 5.21. Submit. <laughs> Submit. Say it with me. Hey, repeat it. Submit. 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 To, to whom? To one another mm-hmm. out of reverence, not for your own sweet self, but out of reverence for Christ. Ephesians 5.21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And then, then Paul goes on in Ephesians to tell us what it looks like for Christian households. And the guy, he's at the head. And you may have heard this before, but he is called to die for you, ladies. He is called... I mean, give his life. He is called to do what Jesus did for the body, for you and for me. He died on the cross for you and for me. And he was buried for three days before he rose from the dead and ascended to heaven where he sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for you and for me. And so he is interceding for you and for me right now. When you cry out, Jesus, help me. Jesus is right there turning to the Father and saying, hey, my sweet, my sweet sister, because you are Jesus' sister. I don't know if you know that or not. You are his sister. Uh, she needs some help. If you could have the Holy Spirit groan a little bit on her behalf, that'd be awesome. And this is not really how the conversation goes. But just to illustrate that Jesus is praying for you, but he will not pray for anything that is against God's will. And if you are praying for your husband to meet that hurdle and to climb that step that you have erected for him, that is probably not a prayer that God's going to answer, but he may answer, God, will you soften my heart to be the helpmate, not the checkmate for my husband so he can be the spiritual leader that you have called him to be. Even though I don't see it yet right now, I believe you. I believe in your promises. I believe you are who you say you are, and I need you. I need you to help me be the helpmate to submit to him because I love you. And P.S. I'm really angry at him right now. <laughs> I know you know that, but I'm really angry at him right now. So if you can help me work through that, that'd be totally awesome. So pray, pray, pray for your hunka hunka. Pray for him. Wow. My gosh. Like I, ladies, I don't know about you, but I didn't, I couldn't exactly pause in the middle of this podcast because that's for you to do and for me to do later. But I was definitely taking notes over here. I mean, I, 
Jen, I just have to repeat. I loved when you said you are not your husband's Holy Spirit. He's got one, yeah. but it's not you, right? It's not us. And then you are not his checkmate, but his helpmate. That is so divine and so true because I think when we experience that bitter root take place, it can be so easy to forget that we are there to help. We are there. This is our our love instead of someone that's our enemy. And and so often I know in my life when I have felt that towards anyone, including my hunka hunka, I realize that's where I need to get my spirit right. And it's through that that relationship with Christ through prayer. And so what I love is you started off with such a beautiful tip and it also felt like a step, like a step one, like start here. So I'm so curious, what would you then say is either tip two or step two for our ladies? I've alluded to it, study God's word. You must mm-hmm. study God's word and you are exactly right. We are climbing up the steps. And look, it may seem like we're climbing up the steps on the Eiffel Tower, which I know you can relate to, Cheyenne. Mm-hmm, <laughs> just, mm-hmm. I've been there too a long, long time. I was 17. That's eons ago, but I climbed those steps. Mm-hmm. But it may seem like there are that many steps, but here's the beautiful thing. That is vision that God has given you, that you will climb to the top. However, we know that God says we must be faithful in these small things. So in these small steps. So yes, I did not realize that we were doing step one, two, three in quite that way. I was doing tip one, two, three, but these are definitely step one, two, three. So you just got to pray. It's great. We're laying that foundation. And then, yeah. Studying God's word. You must study God's word. And here's the thing for all of you. I hear it. I, I don't know. I mean, I read it and, and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't understand it. It's okay. It goes back to step number one, pray for God, pray for the Holy Spirit to give you discernment to understand his word. And even if, here's the thing, we get this, I bet you get this a lot. I don't know what to pray. Totally awesome. Welcome to the real Start world, there. sister. Congratulations. <laughs> yep, that's right. Jesus, I don't know what to pray. But if I flip open to the Psalms, so there are 150 of them to choose from, 150 of them, ladies, and even if you're a super speed reader, it's going to take you just a little bit of time to get through them. Open it up and pray. Look in there for who God says he is. So God says he is your shield. He is your protector. He delights in you. He knew you before you were even that uh, twinkle in your parents' eyes. He knew every hair on your head. He knew you before he formed you in your mama's womb. And he knows, he knows your children that way before you did. And he has placed you here to teach them. His word says in Deuteronomy 6, his word says to teach these things to your children. Write them on your foreheads, put them on, write them on your hands as you're walking down the road. Talk about these things. I hope it's Deuteronomy 6. I'm pretty sure it is, but here you go. Just again, don't, <laughs> I mean, the pastor's wife means that I know all of the scripture, but I know it's in God's word and I'm pretty sure it's Deuteronomy 6. Teach these things to your children. So you pray for your hunka hunka and you study God's word, even though you may feel unqualified. That so if you're studying beautiful. what somebody else says, I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm like on five cups of coffee right now. I'm so passionate about this. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'll, 
You're no, no, no. You're more relatable than you know, because I'm pretty sure everyone listening right now is on at least a couple cups of coffee, if I know my ladies right. So, and I'm drinking one right here with you. So, no, I just so you know what's so awesome is I feel like you you mentioned the very beginning of the episode. You feel like there's like crowds cheering, and I gave you know I, I gave you this introduction. I I feel like I am at a revival, like where I just want to say amen to everything you're saying because. It's so true. And we can so often complicate things. And these, when you look at these steps side by side, they seem so basic. But when you start to break them down, it's like, okay, like this living this out is where we get to follow through in our faithfulness. And it is like, don't skip these steps, ladies, because, um, you know, you're never going to see that beautiful grand tour. Uh, or a grand view of the of Paris without climbing to this climbing every step of the Eiffel Tower. And for those of you who don't know a ton about European history, but Paris is known as the city of light. So it's but you can't see that from the ground. You have to get like that bird's eye view and get up there. So I feel like too, like we sometimes we don't get to that that sight that God wants us to have, and He so knows is there until we take these steps. So again, just a quick recap for you ladies listening is that first step is to pray for your hunka hunka, pray for him. Um, be diligent in that. Don't let it just be a one-time saying, you know, um, I love the Bible scripture you've been pulling out because uh, that's something definitely we can go back to after this episode, right? And meditate on and um, Jen drew us to Ephesians 5, uh, 21. And then that second step is, is once you've submitted and prayed and like, hey, girl, bust out your Bible. It's there. It's available. We have apps now that we can just go to at any time. And if you don't know where to start, start in the Psalms, start. I love that you're like, you know, I think so often it can be so easy for us wives to be like, okay, where's all the scripture about this submitting and dying like Christ to your wife and honor her like you want your, you know, it can be so easy to want to start at those verses, but how beautiful that you pointed us to go to the Psalms to remind us of who God is and to see how he you know, desires for us to live, but also reminding us of who he is. Cause sometimes I think for myself, for sure, when I get so spiritually overwhelmed, I am underwhelmed by him. I am not actually remembering who he is. Cause the moment that I get in that space uh, of remembering who he is, I am not underwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm literally in awe, inspire awesome of him. And I believe that God could even do that and soften our hearts towards our husbands in that way. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe yeah. that. I believe that because I lived that. Mm. Because let me tell you, there are plenty of times that I want to strangle him and hang him upside down by his toenails, along with the <laughs> my two stepsons, all right? I mean, that's just keeping it real. <laughs> I always wanted to know, so yeah. what goes on with a pastor and his wife? Like, are they real people? So I'm here to tell you curious and they're like what questions do you have send them to Cheyenne and I'll answer or we'll answer them in the Facebook group totally. but I am real like I'm totally so normal okay I, I've got all the all the faith uh, the foibles and all the mistakes and the frustrations but the one thing that you and I both have is we have Jesus and it's the mm-hmm. only thing that can move us from where we are to where he's calling us to go and this is why you need step number three okay give it to us community Community, community, that's what you need because here you are listening to this podcast because you're lonely, because you feel unseen, because you feel unheard, 
because you feel taken advantage of, because you wonder, is this all there is, God? Is this my purpose? Is this what you've called me to? Mm. Because you're hurting, because you've tried to explain, but there's so much judgment and you don't know what to do with that. And so then you listen to those voices. Instead of getting your nose in the word, you're listening to what people are speaking over you versus who God says you are. And God says, you are so cherished, sweet daughter of mine. Not because of who you are, but because I called you by name. And here's the beautiful thing. I don't know if you know this. I recently discovered this. And oh my gosh, talk about mind blown. Give me a, an emoji mind blown thing. I know you can do emojis up, downward, sideways, all of that. But mind blown that when we are in heaven, that Jesus is going to give us a stone with our new name and only Jesus and we, we're the only two who are going to know that name. What? You want to know what that name is? Ooh, wow. A stepping stone, right? This life is a stepping stone to get to that stone. And mm -hmm. this is why, I mean, we have three steps. I, I've got some verses. And again, pastor's wife looking down in her notes, because I do not have all scripture memorized. It's a lot of scripture <laughs> to memorize. Why we need to keep going back to it and why we need to write it down in our books. Uh, so... He who, this is John eight twenty nine, and he who sent me is with me. So God mm. sent Jesus. So, and he who sent me is with me and he has not left me alone for I always do things that are pleasing to him, to my Abba. So you are not alone, even though you feel alone. Listen, feelings lie. Okay. This is, I, Hey, I have a few soapbox issues, but this is the top one. This is like the top 10 of Jen's soapbox issues. Feelings lie. And they are information, they are intelligence for us to use to say, okay, wait a minute. My feeling is, I am angry. What is that anger really signaling to me? And this takes a lot of practice. We must practice how to navigate and manage our emotions. And the thing is, oh my gosh. So my daughter, Casey, I love her. And she's the one who's given me all the four grandchildren. Absolutely love it. I don't like that she's 14 hours away from me right now, which means my grandkids are 14 hours away. But when I think about, oh gosh, yeah. When I think about how she's been in the moments of, mom, I'm so tired. You're on coffee cup number, whatever, because you're exhausted. And you wonder, well, how much time is enough time to spend in God's word? Jen, you gave me tip number two. Okay, so how much time is enough time? Just the right amount is my answer. And here's the thing. When you are doing the dishes, you that is a form of worship because you are loving on your family to prepare the dishes for the next meal. When you are grocery shopping and you are selecting things for your family, that is because God has given you abil the ability to go and do that thing. And he has given you the wisdom to know that your family needs to be nurtured. Back to that word again, being nurtured. And you are the hands and feet. So that is a form of worship. So I remember when my mama died, I was quite the mess. She died unexpectedly and turned my world upside down, sideways, roller coaster, all of those things. And I did not know what to do with all of that. And I remember talking to my aunt and she said to me, when I said, you know, I've done this and that, and I just don't feel connected to God. She said, what do you think those things are that you're doing? 
how are they not connection mm. points to the one who gave you the wisdom to know to do those things? And so wherever you are, whatever it is that you're saying, I think I should want another soapbox issue. Should is not the word that we use. We decide, we discern, we choose. We don't should. We know God commands us to do these things. God commands us to love our husband. God commands us to study his word. God commands us to be in community. Did you know that? Commands us to be in community. First Thessalonians 3, 12 and 13. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else. May the Lord strengthen your hearts so you will be holy and blameless in the presence of Abba. Look, right mm. now, I know it's so crazy weird, but right now you are seated in the heavenly realms. Again, Ephesians, Ephesians 3, Ephesians. If you have not read the book, God has had me in that book for like five years. I can't get out of Ephesians. <laughs> but you are seated in the heavenly realms right now. Right now. So this whole spiritual, there's a spiritual world that is, we're a part of that because we are spiritual beings. Right. And the physical, that's what you see. But it's not all truth. Remember that mm. the enemy is, he's given authority over the world right now. So he is the one who wants you to be angry with your husband. And not just to be angry, to stay angry. He mm. is the one who says, you don't need to pray because you're too tired, blah, 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 blah. But listen, you can pray at any point in time. Jesus, help me. God, I, God, I got nothing. I got nothing right now. Will you give me, will you give me a little something, something? Because I got nothing, none. Ten and <laughs> wait on the Lord. So there you have it. I am, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm clearly, I am passionate about all of this. <laughs> clearly and clearly I chose the right podcast guest for this topic because I knew that you would come at it mostly from the angle of just being a wife and just being a mother. And the bonus was that okay, you've got this like this little hat over here among the many hats that you have and that you juggle of being a pastor's wife. But I believe that that is what's awesome here is that was double fold today that women got to learn from you, but they also got to see and the curtain was pulled back like, hey, pastor's wives also don't have it all together. Pastor's wives also need to pray, 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 probably even more for their husbands and 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 to get into God's word and then to surround themselves with community. So I'm just so thankful for your community today that you've surrounded here uh, with all of us listening. And what I love about your tips and your steps, Jen, is I love that every single one of them was not about something that our husband was to do. It was something that we have full power in because I know there's so much as a mom, as a wife, as you've got these little ones, you feel so out of control sometimes. You can easily focus on those things. But today you've helped bring back the focus and say, hey, dear one, hey, sis, like you want to influence, again, that word that we talked about right at the beginning of the episode, you want to influence your husband, you can in this way, you are empowered to take these steps first. And so I want to just thank you so much for being here today. And, you know, speaking of taking steps, if my mamas would love to take the steps to connect with you more, please share with us. How can they get in touch with you and share with us a little bit more about what you do besides being a fabulous pastor's wife and being like the most amazing guests on podcasts? <laughs> Absolutely love it. Hey, um, if you're looking for, if you have questions about what life is like in step families and you're looking for a podcast, 
go to stepfamilypodcast.com. So I am passionate about helping women move past that identity crisis that they have when they are in the stepmom role, because we're often walking on eggshells and we don't understand our role and we feel lonely, isolated, rejected, and fear. And we're afraid that everybody who said you shouldn't marry this guy, they might be right because being a stepmama is hard stuff. So stepfamilypodcast.com. My podcast is bold and blended stepmoms, but the easiest thing to do is go to that one place and find out a little bit more. And if you are not a stepmama, totally cool. I mean, you are a mama. And uh, if you are a stepmama, that four-letter word in front of mama does not change who God calls you to be, to be the steward. And as women, God has entrusted to us this stewardship role. Regardless of your mom role, you're a steward as your husband's wife, and you are a steward as the mom or stepmom of the children that he has given to you for just right now. For It's a short little time that he's given them to you. So I'd love to connect with you. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, and that's how we found each other was through the step family, you know, topic or genre. And I'm just so glad that we're still so connected. And you've taught me that the power of mom, whether it was I was a stepmom first before I became a biological mom. And as my family grows, you've really helped me grow into uh, who God calls me to be as a mom. So thank you, ladies, please. Once you are done with this episode or go ahead, you're really familiar with that pause button by now, go ahead and put the pause button on because in the show notes below, I've put the links to how you can connect with Jen. And I really, really couldn't encourage you enough to do so. So Jen, love you so much. Thank you so much for being a guest here on Mom Nation. I do believe this is like the beginning of a beautiful relationship, even on our podcast, because I know I've been a guest on yours recently, and I feel like I already want to formally just invite you on again, where I know you'll be such a blessing to so many mamas. So, but for now, thank you so much for being here um, as my guest today. And uh, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. And a quick little PS, I will share with you who God says you are as far as your identity goes. And you can share that in the Facebook group if you like, but I'll, I'll be sure to send that your way because it's really important that we remember who God says we are because the world wants us to forget that. So God bless you, mamas. Yes. Yes. And we love each and every one of you listening today. And thank you so much for just participating with us, right? Because this is a community. You belong here. You are welcome here. And we love you. And thank you for listening to Mom Nation. Go ahead and share this episode with another mom that you feel like needs this encouragement and needs to hear this word today. And I so look forward to seeing you ladies on another future episode. God bless, mamas. Do you wish there was a way to stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? Do you wish you could have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling just totally physically exhausted? I know what it feels like to want more from your life than just being a mom. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with where to begin to stop the stress in my everyday life and to have no idea what healthy habits to implement into my own home that'll actually make a difference. I also know what it feels like to be totally lost and how how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for me in my home. And, you know, I know what it feels like to just think that you just can't be energetic while you parent a household full of littles that demand so much of you, at least one that doesn't rely on either coffee for energy or wine to distress. Am I right? Well, now I want you to imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. 
Imagine if you had the time to go on dates with your husband and you had the energy to give yourself some much needed me time. And if you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama you want to be all at the same time while still raising your kids the exact way you want. Wow. I have great news for you. That's why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. You will be able to stick with this super simple plan, tailor-made for you, by the way, that will establish new healthy habits that'll unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time. You will walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly what to focus on. You'll walk away with a plan that will help you exactly know how to do it. And with the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and keep them for good. So mama, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of littles, then there's no time like the present to take this step for yourself when you right now can actually get 20% off during the month of April and May. This offer will expire come June 1st, and I think we can both agree you deserve this freedom right now. Plus, when you buy now, you get my special bonus where I show you exactly how to implement this blueprint with your husband and unlock his own energy too. So go, head to energyformoms.com. I even have the link below to make it very simple for you. It's time to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, your husband, and a life beyond just your littles.